You are listening to the Sober Doc Podcast, achieving maximum health without alcohol. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Thorne, licensed naturopathic doctor. Let's get started. Dr. Thorne. So today I want to talk to you guys about what happens when you slip up and you have a drink after not drinking for a while. So a lot of you have finished up sober October or done a dry January or dry July or whatever it was. And there's lots of 30, 30 day um, reset programs out there. But some people come back to ask me and say, well, what happens when I drink a drink after 30 days or 60 days or what should I do when I slip up? Or what does that mean? You know, and people can kind of have a state of, of panic or guilt or remorse or relief <laughs> to be um, done with it. But no matter where you are, I think it's important to address some of these concepts that we're going to go over today. So maybe this has been you. So maybe you are newly sober. Maybe you're still sober curious or you've been sober for a long time. There's always going to be temptations along the way and you're going to have to kind of talk yourself through it. So just for some background on me, it, it definitely took me a couple of years to really put a, put a, a, a stake or a flag in the ground and say, I am, I'm done with booze. You know, um, it took some, some mind reshaping, some thought work, some therapy, working with a doctor, doing a ton of research and, you know, bit by bit, I, I feel very strong about it now and very strongly about it for my patients and those, you know, seeking this relief, but it does, it can take some time. Um, some people want to know, like, well, let's start with the physical aspects. So some people want to know what happens exactly when you take that first drink. So if you haven't drank alcohol for about 30 days or 60 days or 90 days, your body's gonna downregulate the enzymes that break down alcohol and that eliminate it in your urine. So, and poop. Um, so when it's downregulated, if you have a glass of wine or a beer after abstaining for a long time, you might find that you get drunker faster um, than you used to. You know, it used to maybe take two, three glasses of wine to feel a buzz or feel that spike in mood. Um, and now it just takes a few sips. So that's always interesting. And that's usually just because you don't have the enzymes available. Um, on, the, on the flip side, this is why people who drink excessive amounts of alcohol have to keep drinking more and more and more typically because your body and your liver starts making more of these enzymes um, because you're like, your body's like, well, we're going to have this poison around for a while. So we might as well have enzymes available all the time to break down this alcohol. Um, whereas when you remove alcohol, your body talks to your liver and is like, well, you know what? Actually, it's not around anymore. You don't need to make as many of those enzymes. So now we can free up, you know, all this material to go repair the joints or repair the gut or heal, detox the brain, you know, like so when you do give your body a break, uh, it can free up a lot of resources in your body to heal. Um, but yeah, so you will notice that you maybe feel a little bit tipsier than normal or than what you remember. So it is not the end of the world if you slip up, okay? You know, it's, there, there, there does come a point 
when there are too many slip-ups and there needs to be something addressed, you know? Um, and that's kind of another story. I might hit upon that today if it keeps, if, if, it, if we get back there again. But for the first few times, it is, it is normal and it, it's okay to slip up. Some people um, do slip up after 30 days. And I love this quote that I posted on Instagram the other day. I'm not sure of the original author, um, but if you have a flat tire, you don't go and slash your other three tires. You're going to salvage the one tire and you're going to repair it. You know, you're going to get back on the horse. Um, so yeah, don't give up after one drink, you know, pick yourself up, pick up, pick yourself up where you left off. Um, think about what happened don't slash all the tires, you know, it's just one bump in the road. You know, maybe you got tired of saying no to everyone at barbecues or, or social gatherings, you know, it can be very exhausting. It's, it's, you are a rebel if you are not drinking alcohol. Okay. You're not boring. You're not, um, you're not inadequate. You're not an addict necessarily. You are, you're a rebel in my eyes. Okay. So I think you're being rebellious to be healthy especially right now during a pandemic is to be rebellious because everyone is kind of using this as a, as a free card, in my opinion, for, for some people are, um, for a reason to drink more and to eat more sugar and not exercise because, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, so you, you can't do anything, but there are things you can do. So you're not helpless. Um, so some people like to know what happens to their body when they have that drink. So when I, when I drink after not drinking, like what happens to my body? How long does it take to get out of my body? Tell me everything. And I'm like, you know what? It's going to be removed depending on the enzymes. It's going to be removed depending on how often you're pooping and peeing and how much water you drink and how much exercise. There's lots of, lots of factors. You know, some people um, latch onto the, like a two week mark that can remove alcohol from the body. And to be quite honest, I don't really care how long it takes for alcohol to get out of the body after you have this slip up. It's, um, I do care about why you slipped up. You know, why, why you chose to break the momentum. You know, why you drank after the 30 days or 60 days or 90 days if you were feeling better. So some people, you know, maybe you slipped up because you weren't getting the results you wanted. You didn't lose the weight that you, you were promised you would lose. You aren't sleeping any better. You're still having anxiety and depression. You still have crazy cravings. You're feeling left out and lonely. You're tired of saying no to drinks. You're tired of feeling isolated with everyone else. You know, there's lots of reasons that people will slip up, but that reason, whatever that reason it is for you, I didn't mention lonely, hungry, tired, bored, you know, those ones, but whatever that reason is for you, that is like your secret sauce. That is what you need to zoom in on and evaluate. And I'm using my finger, my pincher fingers to like zoom in like you would on your iPhone or your um, your smartphone to see if someone's smiling or frowning. You need to zoom in on that reason that you, um, that you stopped. It, it's totally your choice, but I think to walk away or to just skip over it is missing a, you're really missing an opportunity for growth and understanding yourself at a deeper level. So I would, oh, I, that's like the sweet stuff that I love, love, love to talk about. Um, the other thing is, you know, did you, did you set goals for yourself? Did you just do 30 days? And that's a great goal. But as the 30 days are winding down, what's your next goal? What's your next intention? You know, we are a species, the human race loves, we love competition. We love sports competitions. We love being competitive, you know, 
Um, even if you don't identify as a competitive person, I would argue that you probably are if we've got you doing the right thing, maybe with alcohol. Um, we like to see where the next milestone is that we're running to, you know, what's the light at the end of the tunnel. So if you just entered this kind of, you know, willy nilly, I would encourage you to continue to make um, goals and mark your progress. And, you know, what do you want to gain from this? That's so, so, so important. Um, and then, you know, track your progress. So write it down, work with someone, work with a coach, work with a doctor, you know, work with, a, do it with a friend, join some groups, you know, like your community is so important. And then also progress and then making your own goals. Like that's just, that's so huge, huge, huge for success. Um, and then once again, just know that falling off the wagon is, it's okay. You know, I tried to go alcohol free in, let me think, all of the eras of where I've lived. So in San Francisco, I remember I was drinking quite a lot and I tried to go a year without alcohol. And that didn't work out very well. That's just an insane goal. That was not a reasonable goal for me. It should have been 30 days. That should have been a starting point to see how I feel. But instead, you know, I tried to gobble down an entire year. Um, and then I tried to do the year again when I went to medical school and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna go a year without alcohol. I think I did it my second year of medical school. and that didn't work out either. That just didn't work out. It was not a reasonable goal. And it kind of encouraged me to just drink by myself because I was like, well, everybody knows that I'm not supposed to be drinking for a year. So now I can't drink with anybody, but I really want to drink. It was just like, it's just a mess. It's not a reasonable goal. So make reasonable goals for yourself. Um, and keep making goals, keep making goals. Okay. So Reese Witherspoon in the, in the movie that's on Netflix right now, it's October. I know they rotate through those movies and I still can't remember the name of the movie um, or the other actor in there, but he's really upset about some stuff that's going on with his company and they're on like a blind date or something. And um, he wants her to drink with him. And she's like, she's upset too, because she just got cut from the softball team. And she looks at him. She's like, my dad always says, or she's like, no, I don't, I'm not going to, I don't drink. And he was like, what? And she's like, my dad says, don't drink to get happy drink to get happier. And I love this quote, even though I don't completely condone to it, because it's like, we shouldn't be drinking to get happy. You got to learn how to generate happiness on your own. Like your body is perfectly capable of generating happiness on its own without an outside substance. But um, she drinks to get happier to like ex accent, like whatever, whatever thing she's enjoying, you know, if she's enjoying the company of her friends or something like that. And I just, I loved, I love that quote. And I smirked when I watched it the other night. Um, but the thing is, is that she thinks about it, um, and she's very intentional with the way that she drinks alcohol. Um, and she makes a decision based on how she is feeling. So she checks in with herself. She knows when and why she drinks, and she's very, very intentional about it. And this is not how I personally drink. I've just chosen to be intentional about just not drinking and not dealing with the hormone, my, my hormones flare like crazy with alcohol. And we'll talk about that in another episode. Um, but my mood flares like crazy with alcohol and my sleep just, oh, it's just, it's not, I don't, I would never drink to get happier because it would just make me so upset the next day. So there, there's always that to consider, but I just, yeah, I love that um, take. And then another woman I would love to bring up right now is Glennon Doyle. And she recently wrote a book called Untamed, which I hope some of you or many of you have read. Um, but she on her Instagram lives has been talking a lot about alcohol and 
Um, and she's really not pushy about it. And I appreciate that about her, but she, you know, she just asks herself and then she asks her audience, is alcohol helping me or is it hindering me? Um, is it up-leveling my health or is it keeping me in the same negative toxic loops? Um, these are questions you can ask when you fall back on alcohol, you know, is this hindering me or helping me, you know? Um, and in my opinion, my medical opinion, if you aren't feeling healthy, you know, if you have PMS, you're having trouble losing weight, if you're really tired, if you're, you have irritability, sure, it could be mold, it could be toxins, it could be, um, what? you know, hormone imbalances, but like, holy moly, alcohol is like the first thing that should be removed. And like a huge percentage of those symptoms will be significantly reduced or um, on track to starting to improve because alcohol is just like a chronic leak of poison into your body. Your body is constantly trying to freaking get rid of it. So it doesn't have time to balance your hormones. It doesn't have time to deal with your metabolism. They are trying to like lose weight. It doesn't have time to give you energy. It's like all energy is going to the alcohol. So geez, Louise, if you're not feeling healthy hundred percent, you should, I mean, you should consider removing alcohol <laughs> and that's why most of you have, <laughs> as we all know. Um, so it's so important to, like I said, address why you were drinking, why you quit drinking, why you started drinking. That's what I, I really want you to zoom in on, like I said, and then have boundaries and be intentional about why you quit or start again and know why you made this choice. That's all I'm asking you to do um, because I think you'll find that you might be drinking to get happy rather than drinking to get happier, um, but that's different for everybody. So if you wanna break the toxic loop of going around and around and around again, make some goals, find a community, um, work on it every single day and give yourself a gold star every single day that you achieve your goal. Um, I really wanted to address this question because I do get it. I do get asked this quite frequently. Um, I think it's important to discuss. So hopefully you found this helpful. Um, do not slash all the tires. All your efforts do not go out the window uh, with one slip up. Some people like to just pick up where they left off. If they do it, if they drink on day one um, after 30 days, you know, they just stop drinking again, you know, and they just go for a full 60 days. Some people who, um, are more perfectionists, probably like me, would start over again, you know, and start on day one again and just like, I can do it this time. But, you know, it's different for everybody. You know, there's no black and white thinking here. Um, so great. Okay. If you enjoyed this video, please remember to subscribe or share this with your friends. Um, please give us five stars if you're listening to this on the podcast. And we are in, in the High Vibe Sobriety Facebook group um, online. We discuss these in more detail and I get to answer questions live. So join that if you're interested too. Thank you so much for being here and I hope you got some great value out of this. Take care.